0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. All right, so hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a platform for Black women, a safe space for Black women who are lo- looking to get to where the healing resides. We are actively in this process of healing. We are actively in this process of claiming laying claim to our joy and laying claim to um a life of abundance and and all of those beautiful things as we heal so right off the bat i want to say this episode if you're listening on the podcast may sound a little bit different because i am not just recording this episode um the way that i typically do now i am recording this episode on zoom and i'm recording it on zoom or in the zoom platform because at some point y'all I want to get to a place where I'm able to start posting videos to YouTube so content to, to YouTube because I realize that everyone doesn't necessarily listen to podcasts and so if I can. What do they say kill two birds with one stone, I guess, um, which would be to create an audio file for. Um, you know, iTunes, Spotify, things like that. And then also just take that content and put it onto YouTube. It doesn't require me to do more work. It's like, it's not, it's the same amount of labor regardless, more more or less, you know what I mean? So, and on top of that, I want to do it because it's going to help me to get out of my comfort zone. If you've been following the show or the podcast for a while, I have not shied away from the fact that this and I'm, I'm moving my hands again for those of you that are listening on the podcast this is not like my lane as far as like being on camera and showing up in this way um, i struggled and still deal with um just these this this narrative in my mind that says a lot of things okay um including uh, I'm still dealing with like you're not good enough to have a platform you're not good enough you're not smart enough to um, say things in a way that people will relate to you're not I don't know even good looking enough to like hold someone's attention like just all this like inner critic BS basically, that I'm assuming is here to keep me stuck and in safe, quote unquote. and imposter syndrome and all those things are showing up in such a way. And honestly, I feel like I'm moving in a really good direction or a great direction because the higher you elevate, the more things are gonna kind of like come into your path and they're gonna either impede your growth or they're gonna allow you to continue blooming. But there's work required to like get to that next level sometimes. And so that's where I am right now. So when I come to you each week on the podcast, I'm sorry, there's a dog barking. There's always a dog barking. When I come to you each week on the podcast, I want you to know that I'm not coming to you from a place of, I am so healed and I'm just living this hashtag fabulous life and and like all those things. I am still doing the work. The difference for me though, at least at this point, is that I guess the old version of Brie I was in a place where I was just learning about the work or I was thinking about the work or kind of dipping my toe into the work. But now I'm in a place where I know the things that you know help me to elevate and I can continue to learn about those things. But now for certain parts of my life, it's time to put those things into action. So that's one of the reasons, again, why I am now going to do my best to record these podcast episodes um, on Zoom. So that way I have video. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that. All right. On this episode of the podcast, I want to share about my experience I recently had, as in just in the last few days.
2: Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um, Where i held a black woman's hand
0: i know that sounds really simple i know that sounds really basic but just that opportunity to do that was powerful okay and i want to encourage you the point of this episode is to encourage you to
2: allow yourself to be open to making connections with other black women okay
0: so I'll talk about that um, at the top of the episode. I always like to talk about or share what I've done for self care in the last few days, last few weeks, etc. And there is not anything new that I can think of. Well, actually, I guess one thing that I haven't—I don't think I've shared ever—is um, well. Actually, I do talk about the fact that I have uh, a therapy. What do they call a therap- A therapist. <laughs> therapist uh, that I work with, and I'm grateful to work with him. And so I had a therapy session um, just a few days ago. And then I had another therapy session, excuse me, maybe like a week or two ago, can't remember exactly when. So I've definitely been doing that for self-care. And um, just the conversations that we have has been very helpful. And I'm going to continue to talk about therapy whenever possible, because I realized that even though that's a part of my experience, that isn't necessarily the part of, of um, other, the experience of others, and there's a variety of reasons for that. Some people don't believe they need therapy, some people just don't have the access to therapy to even be able to, to have that experience, and I think we all need therapy. Honestly, I don't care how great your life was, uh, I don't care how uh, poor your life was. I feel like everybody can benefit from therapy everybody everybody and I don't care if you are in your 20s or if you are in your 60s or 70s everyone needs therapy at some point in their life and as I was telling someone actually today and A few days ago and a few days so actually i've said i've talked about this three times in three different conversations. Um, We as in you me the other women that listen to this podcast we are being required to do the work we are being
2: required to heal so that we can. Live with deal with be with. Um, people that don't believe in the work or don't believe they need therapy or don't believe that they need any healing,
0: if that makes sense. So it's like, because we're dealing with those type of people, because we're dealing with people that have that mentality, uh, and I'm not even talking about the people that don't have access, for example, to therapy. I'm talking about the people who specifically don't feel like there's any work to be done they don't feel like they they you know need to learn how to navigate life from a place of more emotional maturity with more um just like just just from a their their best self or their a more healed version of themselves you know what i mean we're we're dealing with people that are like that we definitely definitely are required to do the work. Because for us to be able to even deal with those kind of people, we've got to be a better version of ourselves or a more healed version of ourselves. Not a perfect version of ourselves, but a more healed version of ourselves. Okay. And I'm sure you can think of at least one person in your life who is living their life in a place of pain, trauma, emotional immaturity, just all those things. And so, it's a requirement for you just to be able to like deal with that however you need to deal with that whether it's boundaries or like whatever however you need to deal with that person or that situation it requires you to be in doing the work does that make sense it requires you to be able to approach them from a place of healing okay so that you can protect your peace so that you can not burn out from dealing with this person or the situation, et cetera. So hopefully that makes sense. But yeah, I've just been uh, in therapy and that is definitely, definitely helping me tremendously. So that is what I did for self-care in the last weeks, last few days, et cetera. Okay, y'all, I do apologize for the dog barking. I don't really know how much of that sound is going to pop up on this audio, but I guess we will see when I go back and listen to this. Okay, so The point of this episode again is just about, I guess, how about we talk about friendship and intimacy uh, with other Black women, because that is something that has been hard for me. It has been hard for me to, to have these really deep, meaningful, healthy relationships, loving relationships, intimate relationships with other Black women. Because I was not one that was able to, again, show up as a version of myself that was even really open to being able to receive that. I was I was heavily into self sabotage. So the little friend or the friends I have, like I have one friend, my bestie, um, who I've known for twenty years. I would say. Hold on. Actually, no, maybe like 25 years now that I'm thinking about it about 25 years i'm blessed to have her in my life and i'm surprised that I have her in my life and i've talked about this before, but I was. I was something else back in the day, I was something else back in the day and i'm not saying that i'm not still a version of that (laughs) but. (coughs) Excuse me, let me take a sip here really quickly of my cold coffee. Mm -hmm yeah that's really cold um but yeah that version of me I was something else y'all I was something else and if you want to go back and find those episodes where I talked about that God bless you (laughs) but um I'm surprised that I have her friendship honestly because I was just I was so like beaten up inside, like I just didn't, even, and, I, and I and also I didn't really know how to have. A, I didn't know how to be in a relationship with anyone, friendship, intimate partner, boyfriend, spout. Like I, I didn't really know how to be in a relationship with people, and I'm still trying to navigate that because I'm in a place in my life where I feel like I'm definitely. I I, I really want to have some deep relationships with people I really do I want to have that connection with people I want to have that intimacy with people and by intimacy I want to be clear I'm not talking about sex this is not a this is not an episode about um me finding a man or a partner or anything like that this is about I'm I'm legit seriously talking about the intimacy of friendship um, and, re- and being in a relationship with another black woman or black women as a whole, because that's important to me. That's important to me. Um, I didn't really have that model to me when I was younger. At least not that I can recall. So me going out there and self-sabotaging, especially with all the stuff that I experienced growing up and all the stuff I experienced in my very young adulthood, it's not surprising. It's not surprising, you know? But um now again, like I said, I'm 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 definitely a different version of myself. I'm in a more healed place, okay, and so I think I'm really ready for that experience. And so I love how God was like, okay, bet you ready, okay, you're 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 you you've done some of the work and you're ready. And so I was talking to God and I was like, and I, you know, I I ask God for stuff and I feel like I should be able to, and I do. <laughs> but I have been asking God, like, okay, God, start to bring these people into my life. Start to bring these people into my life that I can build with. And and, and by build, I mean, like, grow, grow in different capacities. And um, he's been faithful because I, like I said, I have started to have people come into my life. Like, I have this very small and private sister circle of about four or five black women um, and we talk once a week we have a group text we're actually looking to have this co-op and this collective um, so you might be hearing me talk about that more plus we are possibly doing a podcast you can go and check it out it's called bff collective or black femme freedom on instagram i'm pretty sure that's what it's called black femme freedom or bff collective so that's coming and we see ourselves living in community together we're all moms and um we're gonna buy land and you know it's just gonna be a whole experience and so i'm really looking forward to that but so i have that circle and um building friendships with these women and it has not been easy for me okay it has not been easy for me because again keep in mind i've talked about the different traumas and my emotional immaturity and just you know different things like that um and by the way I want to let you know, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, and this will probably probably, blah, probably be a different podcast episode, but I know that my Ace score, like my childhood adversity score is um, I believe it's a nine or a 10. I have to go back and do it. and it's a nine or a 10 out of 10. Okay, so hopefully that gives you an idea of kind of like what my experience has been like. So I'm telling you telling you that, or I'm saying that because imagine that score and the, the, the type of person it takes to have that score. And then imagine that person trying to uh, just be out there trying to have relationships and that self-sabotage coming in. Like since I hadn't been doing the work, especially back then, Um, I did see therapists back then, but the ones I saw, they didn't really align with me. I could tell that one of the dudes was just about the money. It was just about the money. Um, I just never found really a therapist that really aligned with me. And I'm thankful that my therapist now does. But um, yeah, sometimes it's not easy to find that person that you click with and, and gets you, right? So just imagine that girl that's out there, you know, with an A score of nine or 10 self sabotaging and bombing a lot of her relationships, that was me. (laughs) So, um, yeah, anyway, going back to what I was saying. But so yeah, I have that little intimate sister circle. And I'm very thankful for them, because they're helping me to grow and expand, just like I'm helping them to grow and expand. And then I have my really good friend that I've had for 25 years, we just met up for lunch in the last few weeks, which was really, really nice. And then um, getting to the point about holding this black woman's hand, I had recently had breakfast with an old friend. And i'm not going to go into the details because it's a really long story so long story short, we met because we happened to work in the same building and then our kids ended up going to the same or like one, like my daughter and her. One of her sons ended up going to the same like preschool and and elementary school it's a private school in our area and um, yeah so I have known her for gosh maybe about 15 years, I would say. Yeah, maybe like 15 years is when I first met her. And um, we ended up losing touch. You know, life just be life. And even though we literally live, like I said, maybe 10-15 minutes away from each other, we ended up losing touch. Just how life happens to to happen like my daughter ended up going to a different school and you know all that stuff so and i didn't i wasn't working in that building anymore i had moved on to a totally different job and so you know just life and then we probably ended up losing each other's phone numbers and here we are but anyway she happened to see me on instagram i don't even know how she found me but she reached out and i'm so thankful that she was vulnerable enough you know and confident enough to to do that and it was so nice and so she reached out. And immediately I hopped on, um, her name is Barb, and I hopped on, I was like, hey Barb, of course I remember you, and da, 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 da. And, and my go-to is always like, hey, let's meet for lunch, or <laughs> let's meet for breakfast, that's like literally always my go-to, like, hey, let's meet for this, let's meet for that, um, and she was like, yeah, sure, so we ended up meeting for breakfast a few days later, or a week or two later, or whenever it was, and um, it was really nice. I thought I was only going to be there for like an hour, but we ended up staying at the restaurant for like 3 hours. 3 hours, y'all. That's a long window of time. And the time just melted away. That's how you know you're 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 aligning with someone, you know, or you're tapping into those things that you, you know, need either physically or spiritually something like the time just like you know how you get into that creative flow and you you start a project let's say you make bracelets and they help to. I don't know soothe your mind or something or something you bake or you do whatever and you start, at, for example 10am and you look up and it's already 3pm. You know what I mean it was kind of like that so that's how I knew that I was like dialed into something that my spirit had been calling for because I never felt like oh, okay. Because I've gone to lunch and I with someone and have felt uncomfortable and felt like I <laughs> was like, mm, this is really not a friendship for me. Like inside, like you know, like my spirit was like, this is not a relationship or friendship for me, because there's something about this person that is clashing with me in who I am or or who I, I am becoming. And it's not that that person's bad or whatever, you know, there doesn't have to be any negativity to it necessarily, but I feel like our, intu- like when we tap into our intuition or we just allow our spirit or soul to speak, like it our bodies, obviously, you've talked about this before, our bodies definitely tell us things. Our bodies definitely communicate with us if we are um, quiet enough, still enough to Hear what our bodies are saying you know we'll pick up on those messages so i there's been times i've gone to lunch with someone thinking oh this might possibly be a new friend and i'm like mm, no that's not that's not what you want so in any case i didn't feel that with barb i didn't feel that with barb and so like i said we were there for like three hours and we were literally i i, I pray that there there comes a time in your life like if like if you don't have this like i don't really i don't really have a bunch of this in my life but i i do feel like i'm starting to have it now but my prayer for you my hope for you my desire for you my wish for you black woman is that you have opportunities in your life to align with people that just touch your soul that nurture your spirit they're like a balm for your spirit because it's a beautiful thing it's it's something when you can just lay your burdens down they can lay their burdens down and you can just have that connection with another woman another black woman that's honestly my hope for you
2: because when black women come together y'all when black there is something so beautiful and restorative or restorative and
0: just regenerative and transformative, like all these (laughs) words, right? When Black women come together, when there's a union of Black women, it's, it, it can just be such a beautiful thing and so while i was there with her and that's my wish for you that you have these moments in your life where you just feel that what that feels like because i know for a lot of us for whatever reason we haven't had that or we haven't had it yet or we haven't had many opportunities to experience that okay for whatever reason and so like i said while i was there for we, we were having our breakfast and we were there for like literally three hours and um, we were talking about everything. Like she was sharing, giving me updates on her husband, her children, her family, her work. Um, I was giving her updates on my life and my daughter and what I'm doing these days. And then we were talking about things that are just so healing. We were talking about healing and, and self-love and self-care and trauma and um, just, just all these things that Black women should be allowed to freely express. That was literally what the conversation was about. And it was so nurturing and loving and beautiful. And there was no stress. There was no no drama. There was no, there was nothing in my spirit that was like, "Mm, this is not for you. It felt safe. I could be vulnerable.
2: How many opportunities do we have to feel vulnerable? Maybe not a lot maybe not a lot
0: and in order to feel vulnerable there has to be i'm not a vulnerability expert by any means but for me at least to be vulnerable there's gotta I've, I've gotta feel some safety in there this environment or that space i mean has to have created some type of environment where i feel safe enough to just be and we've talked about that too just black women being able to be how often are we able to just
2: be? How often? Can you just be at home? Can you just be at work?
0: Like in other words, can you? when I say just be, like be yourself, fully yourself,
2: fully yourself. Can you do that at home? Can you do that at work? Can you do that in your relationships?
0: Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Shampoo by the way if you have hard water or buildup I detangle I smooth in a little of the way anti-frizz cream then shingle in my natural gel my hair is frizz free it's hydrated and it's cute for days love sleek styles Way's anti-frizz cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai. dot com and enter promo code Self Care for fifteen percent off any product. That's theouai. dot com. Promo code Self Care. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me, and so I really need that while doing things like. head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Can you do that while you're out in public, in the, uh, uh, in the public, un, under the gaze of others, under the white gaze? Can you just show up and be yourself? Can you? Can you? That's something I want you to think about. These spaces that I'm moving in, whether it's work, home, partnerships, relationships, um the 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 events you go to when you're out and about like in the, vi- the 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 place that you live in um just all these different places where we we need
2: to show up. Can you just be? Can can I just be myself? Can I just be Brie? And whatever that
0: is for me. Right? Just showing up in such a way that is fully me in my authentic form a lot of times i wasn't able to do that for different reasons sometimes we can't be because we're going into work and we've got to put on this armor we've got to put on this facade we've got to do things like code switch and you know look respectable look presentable i'm doing those words in quotes um and that could be your hair your makeup your the clothes you wear Um, It it could be because you have, for example, let's say you have big boobs just you know or a big booty or whatever, so you feel like you have to you got to dress a certain way, because you do. Your body's thick or whatever you 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 have to you've been told that you are not quote unquote professional because of what you're wearing or just you know different things like that. So you can't just be at work, because the priority, there is, I gotta make this money right. The priority there is I've got to make this money I, or you're in survival mode. You know, mm, I have something in my eye. Hold on, y'all. I literally got a hair in my eye. Oh boy, that does not feel good. So hopefully that doesn't bother me for the duration of this. <laughs> but um, yeah, how often can Black women just show up and just be? We need more spaces where we can do that. We need more spaces where we can just show up as our free selves as our our liberated selves right and a lot of us don't have that yet. A lot of us don't have that yet, where do we have those opportunities to just be and that's that was the experience that I had when I went to breakfast with. My friend, and it was beautiful and so anyway, there, there came a point point. Now i'm getting to the point of just like holding a black woman's hand and how intimate that could be and how powerful that can be. So during the breakfast, we're maybe like an hour in or hour and a half, two hours in. I don't know exactly when it happened, but again, keep in mind, we were talking about joys of life, struggles of life, childhood trauma. I mean, this conversation was heavy. It was heavy at points, heavy conversation done beautifully. And so I was saying something to her And something in my spirit just told me like instinctually to reach out and grab her hand and hold her hand. And so I did, I reached out and I held her, I I, I grabbed onto her hand as I was talking and she grabbed my hand back and she squeezed it and she firmly held it and it was in that moment where that connection just kicked up even more.
2: And it was so beautiful.
0: It was so beautiful. And I'm wondering,
2: I'm wondering if you've had an opportunity to connect with a Black woman in that way.
0: When is the last time you've been like touched, you know, by another Black woman? And I'm asking that specifically because I feel like there
2: is just something so powerful. In our touch. There's something so powerful, and you
0: may not even realize it, okay, but there's just something so powerful when we touch other people physically, not even talking about emotionally and spiritually. Obviously, that's super powerful, but don't underestimate the power that you have to connect with someone with just a touch. It could be a the squeeze of a hand, holding someone's hand. And let's not be afraid to hold another black woman's hand. I know that it's definitely more acceptable for women to hold hands. I know it's not acceptable for black men or for men to hold hands. I'm not saying I think it's unacceptable. I'm just saying society-wise, we it's not acceptable for men to hold another man's hand at least not in the us in the in the circles that i'm aware of or the environments i'm aware of i know that doing it's, it's more so acceptable for women but it's still not really acceptable to see um for example, you know, like two little girls, how they might hold hands and they'll just walk and skip together, things like that. Of course, that's acceptable. It's totally cute. Number <laughs> number one, it's really cute. You know how when little girls see their friends, they get so excited. <laughs> that is so cute to me. Um, anyway, but um, it's obviously acceptable. It's even acceptable for little boys to hold hand, or I think it is. I don't know, but it's acceptable for little boys to hold hands and, um, you know, with their little friends and things like that. But then the older we get, it just becomes, it's less acceptable. It's judged. It's, it's, it's wrong. It's nasty. It's, it's, it's given this negative connotation. Um, and we're just so turned off, I guess, or so, at least for me, I was not dialed into like, being intimate in such a way with a, a another woman to develop a friendship, a sisterhood, a, a um a connection in that way. And I, I again I just I was just wasn't in a place and very self sabotagey. I know that's not a word, but um it's just very powerful. And you never know what your touch can do for someone else. And keep in mind that. We're so powerful that the thing that, that same, like the touches that we can give can also be very destructive. We can tear people down and we can build people up with our touch. And so what I want for you is to be in alignment and to find you know, people that you can be in, in, in relationship with where touch is, is not off the table where people are not, and not everybody's open to it, because some people do have like sensory things, they don't want to be touched, or may require really reaching a certain level of intimacy where they'll be open to a hug. It's not about someone being obligated to do these things. It's for me, at least in my, where I am right now in my journey, I want that type of intimacy with another Black woman or with another person, but definitely with a Black woman, because it's not something that I really, was accustomed to. I wasn't really given as, as far as I can remember anyway. And sometimes my memory is not always 100%. But based on my recollection, I didn't really get a lot of hugs, and loving touches. When I was a kid, I just didn't. It wasn't I don't think that was a natural thing that was just extended to me. I don't I don't really recall getting much of that. And now that I'm older, I understand how important that is and would have been for me as I was growing. And so as we kind of work, cause this is also reparenting, at least for me too, um, just as I heal and grow. And again, since it is again to me, a part of like reparenting myself in a loving, gentle, compassionate way, um, that is something that even though I didn't really get it as a kid, growing up or even as like a young person, a young adult or teenager, I can cultivate those types of relationships now. And I want to cultivate those types of relationships. I wanna have the type of friendships, at least some of them, where I can just go up and, and, and hug someone because they, she is maybe for example, struggling with something or hug someone because she is happy or again, be able to make that connection, to hold somebody's hand and be like, sis, I got you, or I love you, or um, I don't know, just, I don't know. It's just, there's just something so very powerful when we're able to touch and connect in that way. And I, I feel like a lot of us didn't get that type of support because our parents weren't able to give that to us because maybe they didn't have that in their life. And so um, my thing is just because we didn't have that doesn't mean that we can't experience it now or we can't build it now. Of course, they're drag racing down the street. Like I cannot make this up. Literally every time I go to record, there's always some noise. I would literally have to go to like the peaks of the (laughs) Himalayas or some mountain to be able to have silence to be able to record this podcast. It just never, doesn't not boggle my mind. Um, In any case, just because we didn't have that growing up, and you can apply this to anything, I'm specifically talking about just connection and intimacy and touch, right? Just because we didn't have that thing, if that's not what you had growing up, doesn't mean that you're not good enough to have it. It doesn't mean that you can't have it. It doesn't mean you cannot cultivate that type of lifestyle now, starting now and in the future, because you can. You can. It is gonna require some vulnerability. Can't even say that word. (laughs) And it is gonna require you feeling brave enough and safe enough to you know, open yourself up to those kind of experiences and 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 to say that that is what you want out of friendship or some of your friendships or whatever it is that you want. But it's definitely ours to have and all of this this is definitely another way to lay claim to the joy that was snatched away from us years ago, decades ago, centuries ago. Lay claim to that joy,
2: lay claim to that that love because that is love okay um and i feel like when you're
0: able to do those kinds of things it definitely helped it's definitely going to help me in the future because i feel like it's helping me to understand how to how to grow relationships which is a skill that i don't necessarily i feel like i have that skill set more now than definitely i did in the past but it's still something that i'm learning about so these these ways of intimacy and being in connection will definitely help me um as i uh, open myself up to the next level for me which is finding my man where my man at <laughs> i think that i'm ready to be in a relationship but I don't know maybe that's the podcast episode for another day but i was just talking to my therapist about this and he was like having me break down like all the relationships that i've been in um my very first being this guy named robert which was a really nice relationship that i sabotaged i bombed (laughs) i totally bombed that relationship i'm telling you your girl she just y'all i wish i could have you understand the amount of growth that I have had to go through to get to even just this spot where I am, and and that's with the understanding that I still honestly, there is still much to uncover. <laughs> there is still much that needs to be addressed, and is is asking for me to give it some love and support and understanding. I am nowhere near it. Like if there was a perfect. If there was ever someone that was completely healed and perfect, which I, listen, I know that there's not, I'm just saying, you know, go with me here. If there was an actual thing where someone could get to like
2: 100%, you know, healed, I would probably put myself at like maybe like a 40%, 50%, some, something like that.
0: And I'm damn near almost 50 years old. Okay, so I just want you to uh, allow that to sink in for a minute. But yeah, I feel like it's it, it just, just being able to establish friendships is helping me to prepare myself for the next level of actually being in a beautiful,
2: healthy, loving relationship with my husband
0: wherever he is. I don't know. I don't see him. I don't, I, but I know he's out there. I know he's out there. I do. Um, but it, all of this stuff that I'm doing now, all of this work, all of this compassion that I'm showing myself, all of this love that I'm starting to be able to allow into my life. Cause that's another thing when it comes to just being in a relationship, being in a relationship and friendship with black women, it's like, it helps you to love yourself more when you are in relationship with, you know, that person that you click with, obviously, because um, it's not necessarily just any and everybody. Because, again, keep in mind that we're in different levels. Some of us are moving in a certain direction of being this type of healed person that's living a life of liberation, freedom, uh, self-love, reparenting herself, like doing, doing this kind of work. Um, and as we, um, like, uncondition our minds and things like that, and there's still other people that just don't believe in that. They're not ready for it. They can't handle it. They don't even know what it is, and so they cannot give you that. They can't like they can't give you that of themselves because they don't have it even for themselves, and they don't even know it if that makes sense. So yeah, I, I, my again, my my desire for you, my wish for you, is that you are able to build these friendships with these 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 black women. Um, because they're important, they're necessary, they, they, to me, (laughs) they're like a requirement
2: for me. They're like a requirement for me, real talk, because I know how much more that abundance and healing is going to come to me, um,
0: because I'm able to, to show up in that way, for myself and for these relationships these other women that I am creating these relationships with and connecting with. So it's just very important. So yes, if you can go and go and hold another black woman's hand. Don't just grab her hand and be like, "Hey, I'm grabbing your hand." But like in other words, you know, seek out opportunities to be vulnerable if that is something that you're able to do. Um and 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 co-create or create these relationships with other black women where you both or you all your circle or your you and her you feel comfortable being intimate in that way. Again, because a lot of us were taught that it's bad, it's ugly, it's wrong, it's whatever. Okay. Um, but there are different levels to intimacy and For me, it's just, it's just something that I want in my life, I want to be able to feel like I have this, this person and be like, Oh, I feel like that's my sister. I feel like that's my family, like real family. Um, I feel like I can just connect with her, I feel like I can be myself, I feel like I can be loving towards her, she can be loving towards me, I can accept her love, I can receive her love. Um, Again, at the beginning, it might be hard if you were not in that type of environment to be able to receive love and give love freely you may not have been raised in that type of environment but i feel like it's definitely a part of the healing work and it's really necessary so you know if you find yourself finding it really hard to make friends which for me has been hard especially because i'm very introverted um you know, first of all, I would say, talk to God about it. That's number one, make it very clear that that is what you really, really want. Once I started doing that, I promise you things started changing. I was like, oh, this person is coming back to my life or, oh, this person texted me. and was like, hey, let's go to lunch. Like it was just really weird. Like, (laughs) and then actually someone else, but it's not a woman, it's a man. Um, He was like, hey, um, in the next few weeks, you know, let's get together and link up because we talk about like business and stuff like that. But um, it's funny, like when you put it out there, like this is what I want, at least for me, I'm in this place where these things are starting to happen and it's it's a beautiful thing. So like I said, number one, talk to God about it. Like that's where me personally, that's where I would start. If you're struggling in this area of just like finding friends um, and being able to be yourself and be intimate with your friends, like I would say, start with that conversation with God, be real. Let God know how you feel, like what you want, like all those things, you, you can go to God and talk, have those conversations, okay? Don't ever feel like you can't because you can. Um, so that's where I would start. And that is that is one of the ways that I did start. And then also it's, it's, it's gonna look like you um, having the courage because it does require courage. It does, it requires having a bit of bravery, which can be hard. Um, but it, it's gonna require you having some courage to kind of get out of your bubble a little bit and and just kind of see what's in front of you whether it's you finding friendships online to start with or finding communities online to start with maybe it's you um, coming out of your bubble and and seeing that other black woman at work that you know in your mind you're like wow I she seems really nice but you never talk to her because maybe you work in different departments or maybe she works in your building she doesn't work even work at your job but you see her when you're going in the elevator every so often and you're like wow she seems really really nice or really really sweet and having the courage maybe one day the next time you see her even though it might be hard at least it might be weird for me because again, you know, and maybe you're not like this at all. Maybe you're just like extrovert and you're like, hey girl, you know what I mean? And I love that too because that's not me. But um, maybe it requires you just having a little bit of courage and just saying, hey, you know, this might sound a little weird, but um, I was just wondering if, you know, you want to just like go grab some coffee one day or just, just like starting the conversation. Maybe just even say hi the next time. Like, hey, are you look cute today? Like if she looks really pretty or, you know, whatever, just, hey, hey, you look cute. And just kind of starting to kind of like have a conversation with her. You know what I mean? So just being open to that and having the courage to do like those little steps like that. I promise like once you start to put yourself out there in that way, it may not happen overnight necessarily, and it but it might. <laughs> but I feel like once you start putting yourself out, out there in that way and like, asking for the things that you need or showing up in that way for those things will kind of just like start to come to you in such a way. I promise you, I promise you. But yeah, it does sometimes require a little bit or for some of us, a whole bunch of courage, okay? But that's that's kind of like where I would start. And something else that I would do is I would look at the existing friendships that I have and ask myself, who are these people can I really show up as myself as? Who are these people in my circle can I be more intimate with? Whatever that looks like for you. For me, it's it's it might look a little bit different, but like I said, when I was able to just reach across that table and hold her hand, mind you, I hadn't seen this woman in like 10 years at least, <laughs> but I just felt it in my spirit like to reach out and just to hold her hand and we held hands and we talked for like, that part was maybe like a few minutes. And she just matched my energy and she matched my, my handhold. And I left that experience feeling so refreshed and rejuvenated and seen and heard and loved and supported, okay, from a combination of the things, including that touch, which was very powerful. And I know, or I'm assuming, at least that's what she said as we were leaving, I know that she left feeling that way too. I know that she left feeling like she was poured into in that way as well. So yeah, that is my hope for you. That is what I want for you. There's power in that connection. There's power in that friendship. There's power in that touch. There's power in that intimacy that we weren't necessarily shown or taught or talked talked to about or educated on, but it's there for us to have. It's there for us to draw on. It's there for us to grow and expand and tap into if we're open to it and and, and we know how to make ourselves open to it. So that is my hope for you. That is my wish for you. That is my prayer for you. I am wishing abundance of that type of energy and relationship and intimacy in your life with other Black women. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I actually made it through, which is beautiful. And I'm excited to pop this up onto YouTube. Maybe very soon. I don't know. I'm sure that the episode will definitely go on the podcast (laughs) much sooner than the actual video part of this will go to YouTube. But maybe I'll get it up there in the next 30 days. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, um, and as I wrap up sp- hey special shout out to my patreon members, I know that because i'm a one woman show i'm not able to do all the things and I don't want to do all the things, but I genuinely appreciate my patreon members who are just like ride or die there to support. Um, Even though i'm not able to show up consistently. They just appreciate the fact that I do show up when I can and how I can. And so that's a beautiful thing. So, um, hey, Patreon members, shout out to you. Thank you for your additional support. I really appreciate you. If you would like to um, join me on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash, I think it's just Brown Girl Self Care, and join me there. Um, appreciate those of you that do. And what else do I have? I think that's honestly it for now. I think that's it. So I'll go ahead and wrap this up. If you need to reach me, by the way, if you're looking for self-care coaching or anything like that, you can email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, that's connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T at browngirlselfcare.com. So now that's officially it for this episode. I appreciate you vibing with me and I will see you next Monday.
1: Serving collectors since 1945.